Love NBA fans, and welcome to an emergency podcast, our very first emergency podcast, by the way. I tried to get one going on Monday, um, but uh, we just couldn't get everybody together. Uh, but this one, we could, and it's for the Kristaps Porzingis trade. It fucking took all of us completely by surprise. It's fucking crazy. Um, but we're going to break it all down, talk about, um, you know, the trade, the, 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 you know, who's going where and what this means for Dallas and, more importantly, the New York Knicks going forward. Um, but uh, joining me this evening is Joel Jimenez. What up, Joel? Yo, what is good? I'm uh, devastated and excited and sad and mad. I don't know what to feel anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a fuck a whirlwind of emotions. Uh, and also joining us tonight, uh, another New York Knicks fan, Jawan Carter. What's up, Jawan? Yeah, I, I'm with Joel. This this week's proving to be really, uh, really trying. So it's making me nervous for Sunday with all the bad news I've been getting so far. Oh, that would be great, Terry. Well, you, you know what? <laughs> At least you're not fucking New Orleans. And you fucking right. your your football team yeah. loses on some fu- a bullshit fucking pass interference blown call, and then right. Anthony Davis requests a trade like four days later. Um, so you yeah, know, well, in, in the grand scheme of things, they're feeling it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 fucking crazy, man. Um, I uh, <laughs> I will say this. Um, I feel like. Juwan, you you said you don't, but I feel like you should. I feel like we should all be equally, like we should all come together in our hatred for the Dallas Mavericks. Um, Of course, (laughs) me as a Hawks fan for for them prying Luca away, uh, and y'all for them prying uh, KP away. Um, But let's let's just get into the fucking trade. All right, so as of now, um, as far as I can tell, Dallas is getting KP6, uh, Hardaway, Courtney Lee, and Trey Burke. And the Knicks are getting Dennis Smith Jr., uh, the expiring contracts of both DeAndre Jordan and Wesley Matthews, and future draft picks uh, or a pick. The the picks aren't – I don't know. From what I can tell, they're not finalized. Um, Let me kick it to you, Joel. You said there was a a, a report from Shams – Mm-hmm. that said it, it either is or could be two future first-round picks. Now, that was earlier in the day, I think, from what I recall. Um, but, like, nothing nothing to that sort seems to have been finalized yet, um, at least or, or reported on, if you will. Um, but uh, is, is, is that correct? Like, Sham said that, that there would be two future first-round picks involved? Yeah, he says uh, that. I mean, his exact uh, tweet was sources Dallas draft compensation to New York in Kristaps Porzingis deal to future first round picks. That's what he said. All right. But yeah, no, well, nothing, no details other than that. Word. Well, I mean, you know, we'll we'll see. Um, interesting. It'd be a really interesting move for Dallas because obviously they gave up a first to get Luca. And now they're giving up two firsts to essentially get um, KP6 and Hardaway. Um, Hardaway will definitely help them. Um, Let's just briefly, like, before we get into um, New York, because that's where, obviously, we're going to spend the majority of our time. Um, But, like, just quickly, let's let's delve into what this means for Dallas so we can kind of get that out of the way, if you will. I, I I do find it interesting because obviously the way they've been using Luca is like a Hidu Turgalu point forward type player. Um that like obviously that means they can't do that anymore. Um you like you you can't like Chris Stapps cannot play the five um on defense. Not against like all those huge bodies that you know, all these new age centers that are coming into the league. Um and I especially would not want him to do that, uh, you know, with his injury concerns. Um, so I think that means, like, you're going to see more of a kind of traditional point guard role out of um, uh, uh, Luca, And 
as for the way the rest of the lineup shakes out, I think you obviously have THJ at the two. You have um, uh, Harrison Barnes at three, Kristaps at the four, and the five, maybe Dwight Powell is probably your starting five at this point. Powell? Yeah, oh. maybe. Maybe, uh, maybe yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I mean, I I don't I don't see where else you would go. Um, yeah, I, like point. I really don't think just, it would be smart to play KP at the five. Not like just for defensive sake. Right. I forget the I forget the other center, but I, he doesn't get one minute. Yeah, I know um, how it's spelled. It's M E I J R I. I don't know how. Measury, to, right? Measury. Okay. I, like yeah, I don't know how it's pronounced, but there you go. Um, but uh, but yeah, like I mean, that's it's 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 an interesting move for Dallas. It's going to be really interesting to see how like what draft compensation is finalized, the pick protections, and all those kinds of things. But um, as far as Dallas, I mean, they obviously want to win now. They made that decision really before the last year's draft, like, or, or in last year's draft when they traded a future first to get Luca, And this is just kind of even more so cemented it. They want to win now. This is why they made the move. Um, I, I'm, I, I mean, I like it for Dallas. I really do. I think that that is a good core four to have. And, you know, hopefully, you know, for at least, for their, from their perspective, they can sign, um, you know, a, a center in the off season, you know, via uh, like a like an exception because obviously they're going to have to, um, they you know they took on the long term salary of Hardaway, um, they have to pay Courtney Lee next year as well, and you know they they're going to have to pay Porzingis. Um, I don't think that's going to make them a luxury tax team, but they're you know they're only going to have so much money to throw at um, another player. Um, maybe about nine or $10 million is, I believe what would be the, the non-luxury tax exception. Um, so they could easily go get a center with that. Um, I, I, I understand it. I think it's probably a, a smart move because of how they already decided to invest, um, you know, in Luca. And you know they're they're probably going to be pretty good. I don't. I mean, I don't think. I, I think they pretty much live and die by Kristaps' um, health and um, defensively how they can if they can maximize um, defensive players around Luca and Kristaps. Um, but. Uh, Joel, what are your thoughts as it pertains to the Dallas Mavericks and their team going forward? Um, before I get into that, the Knicks officially announced the trade uh, on Twitter, uh, and they do. They also mentioned two future first uh, as well. Nice, so, good. Uh, that's official, no? Yeah. Um, yeah, Hell but yeah. on the Dallas, let's just look at it as on the Dallas side. Um, good for them. I mean, that team wasn't doing shit, really. I mean, they've struggled. Uh, they they started hot. They have good games. They're not a terrible team, but in the West, they're only going to be so good. Um, and it looked like they were going to try to go hard this year for Dirk to make the playoffs. And I, I respect them for it because Dirk deserves at least to be in the playoffs before he sends, you know, goes his way. But, um, but things haven't worked out that way. But, you know, looking forward, they had a great young core when they had – Dennis Smith Jr. and Luka Doncic and Harrison Barnes and um, those are, I guess, the key parts of that youth movement. Uh, and then, of course, they brought in veterans like DeAndre Jordan and they still had Wes and uh, stuff like that. But things didn't work out and now uh, we've heard weeks ago that they were looking to move Dennis Smith Jr. Um, mainly because things between him uh, and, the, and the team haven't worked out. He just maybe he's not a fit. He's a ball guy. Then the guy that needs the ball, and so is Luca. And they want, I guess, Luca to play point guard. I guess that is that what they're going to do going forward. Is that I guess Luca's the point guard moving forward? Um, I would I have to assume so. I don't see I'm, like I mean that's pretty much what he does on offense already. Um, right. And I mean I just feel like now he's going to have to do that on defense as well. I mean I feel like that's the yeah. only way to make it work. 
So yeah, look, so building. You know, we knew that was going to happen at some point. We were like, we were looking. It was look, look. We were reading the tea leaves. Dennis and the studio were probably going to be out. Then this opportunity happened. Like within, like for our time, this all happened within like an hour for me because I, I was busy, so I didn't really read any of the other bullshit that was going on earlier. Uh, so uh, I was busy, and things just kind of collapsed on itself as time. And then, oh, he's interested. Um, he, he's not interested in how things are going, and Porzingis is worried about the, the, all the losing. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, motherfucker, we're tanking. This is what happens when you're tanking. You lose. Um, I don't know what what you what your uh, mindset is. Yeah, you finally like, did it right, <laughs> right? Like, like uh, I mean, the Knicks have never been able these. to tank correctly, and this year they finally right. fucking do it. Right, and oh my God, does everyone complain when they do? <laughs> like they fucking right. finally tank, and all people do is complain that they suck and they lose. But they're losing on purpose. That's the point. <laughs> right, you got the worst right. record um, in the league. That is fucking gnarly, yeah. dude. Like that is what that you team, want right now. Right, and that team, I've seen them. They play well. They're not a terrible team, but they obviously went into the look. This coach obviously said, "Fuck it, we're gonna lose. We've been losing, so fuck it. I'm not gonna play some guys. These guys here, he's gonna switch it around." Some people didn't like that, right. obviously. But look, KP has been uh, a little fucked up ever since the whole thing with Phil. Yeah, you know, he walked yeah. out, didn't have the, the the end of the year meeting with Phil. Right, that was a little immature, in my opinion. You know, it is what it is. I understood why he did it. And Phil's a kind of pain in the ass to begin with. But yeah, it's a little immature. You should have faced him in before you left. We got over it. Um, he's been influenced from the beginning by some of the vets, like like a Mello. And they, you saw how the shit went down with Mello, and they didn't end well with him. Right. And that kind of soured him as well. And then shit going down recently with Cannon, who can't keep his mouth shut and just sit there and eventually get moved. You will play again. But no, you can't shut up. And then him, it's just so much bullshit because it got to the point where they go, oh, I'd rather just be traded. And it looks like New York has known about this for a while because apparently they've been talking yeah. to Dallas for a couple days now. Right. Not just today. So this looks like, you know, well, this is, this and is I something think, that's too, been possible. I think it's been sitting, yeah. like it's been, the pot has been stirring for a while, but I also yeah, think I agree. when the a, when the AD thing happened, I think they, right. like, I'm I'm sure New York picked up the phone and said, hey, like, we'll give you Kristaps and whatever else. And I'm right. sure, I'm sure KP heard, you it know, caught wind of that. It was like, yeah, and was just like, fuck yeah. it, dude. That, like, that was the straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak. No, I totally agree. But it's a, fuck, it's a business. And, like, that's what happens. And now, right. and, uh, in my like, opinion. It's like Jason much, Tatum said, man. Like, I would trade right. me for AD, too. <laughs> like, like the, I no wish everybody shit. could fucking recognize that. <laughs> that's the problem. Some guys won't, and especially him. He kind of seems very highly of himself, and he's coming off an ACL surgery. For a guy that's abnormally tall, can do some of the shit he does, can come from an injury like that, you got to be careful with someone like that. So right. who knows when he'll be 100%. So hopefully sometime next year for Dallas, he'll be 100%, and he'll look great for them, you know. But as of right now, he wanted to leave. It doesn't look like he was happy. So I don't want anyone here that's not happy. So in that right. regard, I say fuck him. Let him go. I always, if I'm upset about anything is that I kind of felt like I kind of like this trade. We could have gotten more for him, and so you're like, "Fuck, man!" Like, what? Like, you got just I love, I like that. I don't know, dude. Like, you got, got a lot. I know we got a lot. They got we'll get in. We'll get into the machinations of what you got, but yeah, I know. After you look at it, I think it wasn't terrible. I think we probably just we probably could have got. Oh, it was it was maybe. better than not terrible, bro. Like, it was, <laughs> but, but I'm telling maybe you, maybe I'm just influenced by all the chatter that people are just complete completely complaining about the, all this and that. So in my head, yeah, it's, it could have probably been better, but a lot of people were bitching right now. But they're all in their feelings right now, so maybe I'm not clear either. Um, but as of right now. It, I, I'm, lo- I'm living with it. I don't hate Dennis Smith Jr. I know a lot of people have been shitting on him lately. I, d- I didn't lie. I didn't hate him before. I don't hate him now. I'm, 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 we got a point guard of the future technically right now, right? That's He's going to have the ball in his hands, and now we have a point guard, you know? We still have our youth. We have Trier. We have Knox. We have Mitchell Robinson. Um, and now Dennis Smith Jr. to go with a lottery pick, which could possibly be the first pick in the draft, if, you know, if things fall that way, hopefully. Which are all good, like you were saying earlier, trade chips. So, I mean, there's positives and there's negatives. I'm just a little bit tight because 
I trusted KP, and I thought he was here for the long haul. So I'm a, I'm, there's a part of me that kind of feels a little betrayed. That's all. Yeah, no, man, I hear you. I mean, it's it's um, <laughs> yeah, it's all. It always sucks when like you have a player that you're so invested in, and you, you like you're just waiting with bated breath in anticipation for them to come back, um, and. Right. You know, and and then you know this hits you. It's like, you know, uh, obviously all of this like um, shit was very well kept under wraps. We didn't hear any reporting of it, um, and and that's usually, uh, seemingly that's usually how these trades happen. Um, these star player trades, like you, they come out of nowhere. Um, but uh, but yeah, man, like I I feel you. I mean, it's it's uh, it's a whirlwind of emotion. Um, Juwan, uh, what are your thoughts on, um, mainly Dallas, uh, and what, and what they're getting in this. Um, but if you want to, um, tangent kind of like Joel did, and by the way, Joel, great tangent, man. I loved it. Like, I was like, fuck, no. dude, this is like me and Jawan. Like I'm, I'm hearing Joel, like be like me and Jawan right now. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> <What's that? laughs> but, uh, but uh, what you, you know? What are your thoughts on you know where where Dallas is and um, you know what have you? Uh, it's great for Dallas. Uh, you're getting a guy who can jump really high for block shot alley oops. Uh, you got a point guard who can set Kristaps up, put him in great position to score. Um, that team just out of the idea of those two is going to be pretty dangerous. Um, Obviously, KP also gets to sit on the bench, talk with Dirk every day till the end of the season. I know he's going to love the idea of that, picking his brain, getting to know Dirk, uh, because before he ultimately becomes the new Dirk for that time. Um, right. it, like, it, it, it's a really good trade for them. Uh, like Joe said, they had been talking for a while. Um, it just It was one of those things where it's just like, when you watch that Mavericks game over again, it just kind of feels like the locker room felt like, like that was going to happen, uh, mainly from the sense of, you know, they just really didn't give much effort in that game, uh, especially in the third quarter. Joel, I know you know that better than, than anyone. Uh, the third quarter, they just had no effort. Um, so just to kind of see how everything played out, I honestly don't hate Dallas. I love this for Dallas. I told you how much, uh, Luka Doncic is my favorite player in the league right now. Um, yeah. So anytime you get to give Luka something that could help him win, I'm I'm okay with that. Um, my frustration is more so with Kristaps, mainly because you can't walk in. Well, let me not say you can't. It makes no sense to walk into your front office and say I don't like the losing uh, you guys have been doing when you haven't played not one game the entire season so far. Because yeah. a, lot could, a lot of people would say you put that Knicks, that Knicks team in how much intensity uh, and heart that they have with a healthy Kristaps, of course not a number one seed, number two, but like a seventh or eighth seed the Knicks could have possibly been um, with a player like Kristaps alongside of those guys. Um, so it's like it didn't make sense that this is the time you're saying I'm not happy with all the losing. It's like, well, dude, sure. we're doing all this to get you the suitable pieces for you to win when you're ready to come back. So it's right. like it, it it made no sense. It's not like Kristaps was healthy and the Knicks were trying to tank with him because then I'd be like, all right, well, I can get that. You're frustrated. Right. But to not have played a game this year and then to tell your front office, I'd appreciate all this losing you've been making me sit on this bench and watch. It's like, well, yeah, if, if you were healthy, we probably wouldn't be doing all this losing. So, like, hurry up and get healthy. Um, so, I mean, in that standpoint, I am a little uh, upset. I also heard something from my brother uh, before I called into the show uh, today saying the last time the Knicks signed uh, or re-signed, actually, a free agent that they, uh, that they drafted was back in 94. So, wow. I mean, this is just one of those things to where it's like to be a Knicks fan, and to see the the possible wasted potential of having Mella, then now the wasted potential of having KP. You look at it and you go, man. Uh, and for anyone who's hating on Dennis Smith Jr., last thing I'm going to say, Nick, I'm going to pass it back to you. Anyone who's hating on Dennis Smith Jr., let me just say this. Knicks fan, 
We have Frank Nilakina, who was drafted the same year as Dennis Smith Jr. I have seen mm-hmm. a larger upside in Dennis Smith Jr. than I have seen in Frank. And listen, oh, yeah. I am I am I am not one of those guys who is saying Frank is a bust or Frank is trash. I get it. He's super young. He has to grow. He has to get more comfortable. It doesn't help being in a losing environment. But he's got to learn how to Jr. finish has, at the rim, dude. <laughs> he just had a triple double against us. <laughs> yes, I was just about to say Dennis Smith Jr. in a losing climate has looked a lot better than what Frank has has looked like uh, so far. Sure. So to me, Dennis Smith Jr. is my point guard of the future. I don't want to hear anymore. Frank is our point guard of the future. I don't want to hear that anymore. No. We got our point guard now in Dennis Smith Jr. He could be our we small now need... forward for the rest of the Thank season. You. That's what he could be, Thank and we can move Kevin Knox to power forward. There you go. I agree. <laughs> I completely agree, Joel. Because now it's time to to make a decision with Frank. Move his position and tell him to get comfortable with it, or we tell him, "Look, man, we'll find you a suitor. As soon as we can get you out here, we will." But Dennis is now our point guard. So I'm looking forward to Friday night, 8 o'clock, Celtics versus Knicks, if we can get these guys um, cleared and play, and ready to play, seeing Dennis Smith Jr. in a Knicks jersey um, yeah. playing on Friday night. And yeah, man. Dunk contest. That's going to be weird. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I, I, it, he, so I, he's confirmed for that? He's going to be in the dunk contest? I, I, the last time I heard he was in it. I don't, they haven't confirmed anything yet. But I, the last, I've heard his name was attached. I, I heard the same. I, I haven't heard any confirmation on it. But, yeah, that'll yeah. be that'll be <laughs> fucking dope, dude. Like, D- DSJ and fucking uh, John Collins. Like, fuck yeah, dude. Sign me up. I'll love it. Um, okay, so here, here's my thoughts, just, just very briefly. Um, yes, the trade is good for Dallas. Um, like, the fact that they, like I said, they have this core four of Doncic, Hardaway, uh, Barnes, and Porzingis for the future. That is really good right. for them. That is a good um, starting yeah. point as a core four. Um, they're not oh, really yeah. going to have cap space this season because of taking on Hardaway, taking on Lee. Um, obviously, uh, they have fun. a fourteen. They have a, like a $14.25 million cap hold on Porzingis before they sign him, re-sign him, rather. Um, right. And once they do, he's he's going to get a max contract. So they don't really have cap space. But like I said, they can they can utilize, um, you know, a, a, a um, non-luxury tax exception and, and get, you know, or even if it's a luxury tax exception, which I don't think they're going to be knocking on that door. But – um, but they, they have the money to go out and, and sign a center and then, you know, hopefully get a little bit of depth um, around, uh, you know, uh, in those other various positions. Maybe bring back Finney Smith on a reasonable deal. Um, and there's a couple other guys um, that they, you know, obviously probably would want to keep, whether it be Kleber um, or uh, – Shit, there's one one other dude I can't remember, um, but yeah, I mean they 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 have a good foundation now um, for yeah. a, a successful team going forward. Um, it's a, it's all going to come down to um, the the ceilings of uh, Luca and and Kristaps, and you know are, are those ceilings high enough um, to you know basically will that team to victory? Um, I think Hardaway is a really good pickup. I I think that the biggest reason why I like this trade for Dallas is they finally fucking wised up and said, you know what, we need to stop trying to go after free agents. Um, we like Dallas, How many times have Dallas like tried to go after free agents with max cap space and they get nothing? Yeah, they don't get anybody. Like like just because you're you know like the biggest city in the Southwest. Like doesn't it, it doesn't matter. You're not New York. You're not L.A. You're not even close to even Chicago. Like you're you're not like your market is not like great. Um, and you know, of course, uh, the the state of Texas has you know the um, uh, no uh, state tax. So so I mean that helps. But it, it it only helps so much, and, 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 like, the proof is in the pudding. Like, they just have not been able to sign, um, you know, uh, max-level players. So, like, the fact that they were like, fuck it, we don't care. We'll take 
Carter Way's contract. He'll help us. Um, we'll take Lee's contract. He won't necessarily, like, um, he, he's not quintessential as far as, like, helping us long-term or anything, but, you know, he, he's a good he's a good player. Um, like, we, we'll take all of that. It, it's fine. We just want to get um, KP6. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it was smart. I think it was a, a good move on their point, and like I said, they, they had already kind of pushed their chips in with um, with Kristaps. With, uh, or, I'm sorry, with uh, Luca. Um, but anyway, um, let's let's get into the Knicks. Uh, so obviously, the Knicks um, are, are essentially making a move to free up a shit ton of cap space. Like that that seems to be obvious. They're also getting back Dennis Smith Jr. They're getting back um, expiring contracts uh, with that. Um, with Wes and and, um, and DeAndre, uh, which obviously those aren't those aren't anything that they're going to. Uh, th- their value is that they are expiring contracts, and that's pretty much it. Um, but they're also getting back, you know, apparently a couple first round picks, and opening up a swell of cap space uh, in this off season. What are your thoughts on the trade for the Knicks? Joel, um, particularly the cap space that it opens up, um, and you know how do you think essentially like Dennis Smith fits with the rest of the guys that are left on this team? Okay, all right. So I I'm obviously more I've been more open to the idea than most uh, apparently. Uh, I've already made peace with it. You know, hurt. Uh, initially, and it's still taking me a while. I mean, I think it helps that he hasn't played all season to see me. Like, KP left, and like, I didn't see him play before he left. You know, he was he got last thing I saw was him getting hurt. <laughs> like, the last thing as well. So, it, it, in that regard, uh, it, it softens the blow. So, for the Knicks, um, we're getting back up to me a point guard of the future. Uh, that's how I'm looking at him. He, he's a he's a he's a primary ball handler who's going to get the, everybody else involved. He obviously has the talent. Uh, he's had a I guess an off year compared to his rookie year, but we know that he can do it because he did it in his rookie year. Maybe he just needs you know maybe maybe this coach maybe Fisdale can be really good for this player. You know what I mean? That's how I look at it. He was really good for Mike Conley and he was really good for other players. Why couldn't he? Why can't this be good? He's been good for fucking Moutier. It could be good for Moody. It could be good for fucking Dennis Smith Jr. So right. that's what I'm trying to say. It's just it's possible. And then this kid has talent. He's athletic as fuck. And maybe he's yeah. not the best defender, but that's why we drafted Frank, right? Because he's a big, long wing defender, right? Right. Oh. We'll exactly. see what happens when we. I, that's what I want to see. I want to see what 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 happens if Frank does now. Uh, now because well we lost Trey, so now we still have three point guards. Moody is hurt. Frank is hurt. Dennis is automatically going to be the new point guard going forward. Right. Uh, Moody will probably end up being the backup, and I think Frank will be relegated to playing the wing spot as more of a point forward. I think that's probably the best way to go forward with, with Frank. Let him play more of a point forward next to Kevin uh, and, and with Trier or, or Dotson in there at the guard spots. But we got mm-hmm. two guys in, in who I may not stay with the team. Wes Matthews, DeAndre Jordan, we, like you were saying earlier, they, we might buy them out. Like There's a good chance they might not stick around the rest of the year. Um, or trade them, and we could we could also turn around and trade them again. But uh, uh, and I wouldn't mind keeping them either. But just honestly, we they're not we're losing. That's what we're doing. So you we're here right. to develop the youth. So you guys want to go somewhere? You let us know. We'll try to make amends for you. <laughs> That's how I'm right. looking at it. Uh, <laughs> they've got to go. Um, but I'm glad to have them if they want to stay. You know, it's pretty cool. Um. They took a lot of our shitty contracts. <laughs> they took they yeah. took Tim Hardaway Jr. They took all of they them. They took Courtney. They took all of them. <laughs> it feels good, sort of. <laughs> There's nothing there anymore. No one can say we have no room. They took our best right. player, but they they also took our shitty contracts on top of it. Right. Um. And you got to, but, and apparently you got two picks for it. And, right? and we got. Two future first round picks. Actually, I just I was just looking at it. Give me a second. I'll pull it up right now. But I was just sure. looking at like what we got in that trade, and obviously the two the ones you, you got to cancel out. Uh, well, Wes Matthews and DeAndre Jordan. But if you look at it, 
we got. All right, all right. Let me read the tweet. All right. So the only positive I can muster in that, unlike in 2010, the Knicks just don't just have cap space because that's what we have now. Definitely cap space. Right. They gave us cap trade. Gave us cap space. We have five young pieces: Knox, Mitch, Frank, BSJ, Trier, and we have seven first-round picks over the next five years. We have nice. 2019, our 2020, two, probably two 2021s, one in 2022, and possibly two in 2023. That's insane. <laughs> like We had cap space and no picks before. Now we have used picks and space. Right. That's, that's a lot of positive right there. You can yeah. look at the bad side and, and, you know, we lost one of our, you know, if we wanted to, like, put – one of those two max guys with uh, with a KP, we lost that potential of having three all stars on one team. But at the same time, we have the youth, space, and, and, and picks. And I mean, in that regard, well, it's not. It wasn't a bad trade, yeah. Yeah, and here's the thing: like with, like like I said, with Kristaps cap hold, which was which is going to be four, roughly fourteen point two five million dollars. Like right. the Knicks didn't have max cap space. They were gonna have to get right. off of like Courtney Lee or somebody right. like that in order in order to free up that cap space. Um okay. now they not only get off of Lee Hardaway, um, but also Kristaps cap hold. Like, dude okay, so I crunched the numbers and mm-hmm. this is this is what I what I came up with. Um so if if you if you keep um uh, okay, so you waive um, Lance Thomas. He's got a $1 million buyout. Um, right. and, and let's say you, you, you keep Trier, who, who you know, he's got a team option for um, a little over $3.5 million. Um, right. Okay, so you do both of those things. You now have uh, $21 million, just over $21 million in salary next season. Now, you couple that with uh, that, I think that's six with six players on your roster. Um, you have to have a $89,162 um, cap hold for any open roster slot up, up to 13 roster spots. So uh, you multiply that by um, six, I believe, because uh, you, you actually you have seven on your roster. Um, so you multiply that by six, um, add that to the $21 million. Um, that gives you uh, – oh, add up those two figures and then uh, add that with the cap hold of the number one overall pick. That is – that leaves you – after all of those figures are, are, are combined, that leaves you right. with seventy-one million dollars. Uh, wait, seventy-one million six hundred ninety-five thousand one hundred thirty-four dollars in cap space. Um, in order to get um, Kevin Durant and another max free agent, Kevin Durant can get thirty-five percent of the um, uh, of the. Um, uh, 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 fuck, what's the word I'm looking for? Of the $109 million um, uh, salary cap figure. Um, so he he's, can get that much. I, any other free agent, any other max free agent that's out there can only get 30%. So you couple those two what? figures together, that is $70,850,000. You have $71.6 million, and you can get Kevin Durant and another max uh, free agent for seventy point eight million dollars. Like you have the money to go get Kevin Durant and any player that he wants to recruit. Like any player that Kevin Durant like decides, hey, I want to play with this guy. He can call up and be like, yo, let's go to New York. Let's go play with you know these young guys and like the two of us. Let's go team up. He can call Kyrie. He can call Jimmy Butler. He can call fucking Kawhi Leonard. He can get anybody, anybody that he feels like he wants to team up with. Kevin Durant can now call and be like, let's go play in New York. Um, Kevin Durant's been rumored to New York all season. And the fact that now it's not a question of to 
like, how are we going to free up the space in order to get Kevin Durant? Now it's, um, like, if Kevin Durant wants to come here, who's he going to bring with him? Um, like, that, like, that right there is fucking exciting. Like, I, I this trade is so strategic, and I, I, I give fucking super fucking props to the New York GM and all of the people involved um, with with their management because like you managed to get a, a good young player in Dennis Smith Jr., two future first-round picks, and free up two max slots, including Kevin Durant's 35% of the um, of the cap. So you're you're in a perfect position. And here's here's the kicker too. Um, like Dennis Smith Jr. still has two more years on his deal um, after this season. Uh, same thing with Nilakina, though. I don't I don't think he's necessarily a, a piece that you really need to worry about. Um, but mm-hmm. then Knox has three more years after this year, along with Mitchell Robinson. Um, Trier is an expiring next year, um, but again, I don't, I don't necessarily think he's quintessential piece. He's a really good young player, but he's not a quintessential piece. Um, th- so essentially, what I'm getting at is, you not only have this year, but you have or this this upcoming season uh, to to you know try to attra- attract a max or two max players. Um, but you also have the following season because of the way all of these contracts are. Nobody, you're not going to have to re-sign anybody um, the following season. So you have two years to be able to go after max free agent. So let's say you get um, you only get Kevin Durant next season or whoever. It doesn't matter. Let's say you get fucking Kimball Walker. Um, you could literally just say, all right, we're going to we sign Kimball Walker. Now we're just going to you know, find a trade partner for Dennis Smith Jr. and then fucking uh, sign a bunch of one-year deals and we're going to go after somebody else the next season. Um, it, it gives you so much flexibility um, that you did not have otherwise. Like, right. And you, you oh, still got all these young I got pieces. Details. You got draft picks. What's that? I got, detail. I got details on the, the first-round pick if you want. To all right. Them. Lay them on me. All right, so Dallas is sending New York a 2021 unprotected first-round pick and a 2023 protected first-round pick once to 10 in the deal. Wow, so unprotected. That's ballsy. Um, like, I mean, fuck, dude. Like, that's fucking great. Like, can you imagine if, like, fucking yeah, KP6 t- tears his ACL again, and then fucking, like, right. you know, Luca's just trying to lead this team by himself, or fuck, if Luca gets hurt too, like, that's... Right. Yeah, that's a really nice pick. I always wanted, like, our pick this year to be unprotected, you know, for giving up Luca. I think had <laughs> both parties known what Luca would become at the time, that, that pick would have been unprotected. Um but I'm not, I'm not really worried about it. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Well, that was that was kind of my point from the beginning. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I I you guys got a fucking ton of possibility, flexibility, and um, might I add this? Um, not only do you have the cap space to go out and sign two max free agents, you also have just enough salary to be able to trade for Anthony Davis. If you get Zion Williamson and you compare Zion Williamson, Dennis Smith Jr., Kevin Knox, and a future first, I mean, it, it, like you tell me is like what what Boston like yeah, they're going to throw in Jason Tatum, but like what else are they going to throw in? <laughs> like they're, they they don't have another like I mean, I guess uh Jalen Brown, but like he's kind of struggled this year. Um, so yeah, they can throw him in. Um, but here, and here's the other thing, not only do you have the assets to be able to be in the conversation for Anthony Davis, but furthermore, Mm -hmm. you have the assets to drive up the asking price and to force Boston to give up more than they want to. Um, so one way or another, you win, you either get Anthony Davis, Mm -hmm. um, or, uh, you know, you you make boss 
Boston give up more than they want to, which weakens Boston. Um, so, like, it's all, it, it, granted, like, th- th- we're playing out a lot of what-ifs, but, like, that's still a very yeah. fucking nice position to be in. So, I, I mean, I, I like to trade as far as the numbers are concerned. I understand um, with the players and, um, like, losing Kristaps and, you know, him being the future since pretty much his rookie season, all of that, like, really hurting. But as far as, like, the figures, the, like, the numbers, the analytics of the cap, um, it's a really fucking good trade um, for, for New York as far as their flexibility going forward. Um, but, Juwan, um, I've rambled for too long. Uh, let me kick it over to you. Uh, you know, what are your thoughts on uh, the Knicks, uh, and, and, you know, what this means for them going forward and, and you know, adding Dennis Smith Jr. to this lineup uh, with that, the rest of the guys you have and um, everything that Joel and I just, you know, talked about. Well, the first thing I was thinking about as you guys are going is, um, I know Mitchell, I think, I think he's still hurt. Correct me if I'm wrong, Joel. I think he was still injured. That was the main reason why cancer. Uh, well, maybe he's not. No, maybe he's not injured. I, I thought no, he, was. he wasn't. But um, he wasn't. He came back a couple games ago. He's good now. Okay. Uh, the Cornette idea hurt. of seeing the idea of seeing Dennis Smith Jr., Trier, Knox, Vonleh, and um, Mitchell Robinson that that excites me a lot for Friday if that's our starting lineup. Um, just purely because there's just so much not only athleticism but ability to score the ball. Um, something that I know a lot of us Knicks fans would like to see a lot more of, uh, you know, along with, like, consistent defense, but scoring, scoring ability. Right. 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 Uh, To have a guard who can not only bring it up to court, but the opposing point guard has to constantly check him. Um, And, you know, you can't leave Dennis Smith Jr. open. You you, you can't stag off. Like, all these things that you can kind of do with Frank, because it's like, what is he going to really do? You know, you can't you can't get away with that with Dennis Smith Jr. So the idea of that is, is really um, exciting, and I love having Dennis Smith Jr. I can't wait to see what he does as a Nick. Now, losing KP, now that I've had time to, like, actually process it, the biggest thing that losing him worries me about is free agency, and I'll tell you why. If I'm Kevin Durant, right, and I'm like, man, I really want to play in the city of New York, of course, it's the Mecca who wouldn't want to play. I don't know, maybe every possible free agent who's had an opportunity to. So I look at it like this. Main reason I wanted to come to New York was to pair with KP. However, however that needed to work, I, I could just, pair with KP. I just told you every reason why that the Knicks are better off at landing KD now than they were before this trade. I know, I know. Hear me out. Let me finish. Okay. I was saying, I was I'm saying. Scored. <laughs> Jeez, let me finish. I was trying to say that if I'm KD, I'm looking at just purely the idea of the of the somewhat perceived notion of dysfunction. Even now, I mean, you have the not dysfunction, of though. That seriously, it though, is okay, a sense of dysfunction. Okay, please explain. It is a sense of dysfunction. Your last guard, dysfunctional. The whole Phil Phil Jackson tirade that was dysfunction. You move sure. to now. But since you move since to they now. moved on from Phil, they've been very calculated. Every move they've made has been really smart. This this was okay. All I'm saying is your top player wanting to leave after you've already told them what this season was going to be. Not not past anything else. Just this one season. We were going to have to do what we needed to do to develop and then look on to free agency. The idea that your star player was not willing to just go through a season he couldn't even play in, it speaks more to what issues does he have because it can't be that he hates the, the, the front office. The front office changed. So it's like what is it that Chris Stops was not willing to wait for? So my I point think, is if I'm a I think agent, he knew he was. I think he knew he was on the trading block. I think he knew that they were talking about trading him for Anthony Davis, I'm, and that was the straw I'm that sorry. broke the camel's back. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It, it couldn't possibly be because you have to look at it in the sense of, okay, were they talking about it? Sure. But there was – at the end of the day, 
they weren't going to pull the trigger on that. If they weren't if they weren't going to allow Phil to I pull would've. the trigger on trading him to Boston when Boston wanted him. Boston, everything Dude, Boston's going to offer. I totally would have pulled the trigger on that. I would have given up. What I'm saying I would have given. Okay, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm just saying I would have given up fucking Kristaps, uh, unprotected first round pick next season, uh, and and you know Nilakina and a, another future protected first round pick, and possibly Knox if I didn't have to give up the future first round pick. Like I, I mean, I just I. Fuck, I would have done it, dude. Like to get Anthony Davis, like, and to have that be the drawing factor for um for Katie or Kyrie or whoever. Like, and and then if and if, if if it doesn't work out, you can always you still have a year of Anthony Davis. You can always trade him um for you know Jason Tatum and whatever the, the the you know the Celtics are going to offer or whatever the Lakers are going to offer. Like, I I totally Lakers have done offered that. their starting five. And yeah, the current Mine is LeBron. Without yeah. LeBron. Right. Without yeah. LeBron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's insane. But, and first but like, yeah, I mean I, I, I think it I think it was I, I think had the Pelicans wanted Kristaps from what I've heard they didn't want him. Um for they were for worried numerous about reasons. His injury. They're worried about his injury. They're worried about the fact that um, he's free agent this season, and and that's weird to me because yep. even though like he's he's a he's a restricted free agent, there's never ever been a restricted free agent who turned down a max deal, um, especially one coming off an injury. So I I don't like my thought is that they were worried on what kind of deal they were going to be able to get him on, and his injury. Like they were thinking maybe he's only willing to sign a um, four with a, uh, you know, a player option on the third year, which means we only have him for three years um, locked down. Um, and, and that's not great. But then again, like his, with his injury, maybe we don't want to sign him more than that. Like it, it, that's my thought. New Orleans ultimately did not necessarily want Porzingis. Um, so, with that, with that being said, you know, they, I, I'm sure, like Joel said, they've been in this talk with Dallas for the last two days. I'm sure when that AD news broke, they were in talks with with New Orleans for a couple of days, and just they they couldn't. There was no deal to to be had. Um, and then you know, Porzingis marches in, he, hears about it, marches in, is like, dude, like fuck this, I want out. And it's like, all right, well, we'll figure something out. And they figured out a pretty damn good deal, all things considered. But, um, but Jawan, um, please uh, go ahead. Sorry, that yeah, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm passionately disagreeing with you uh, on this. But um, uh, the dysfunction, or, or you know, wherever you're going with that. The point I was trying to make is, if I'm a free agent, I'm looking at what's happening in the garden. And then I'm looking over to their neighbor, the Barclays Center, and I'm seeing a team that no one gave a chance making the play. I'm currently in the playoff picture. So I'm looking at that team and I'm going, I could just be the icing on that cake that could really push that team rather than the Knicks still trying to figure out what they want to do with their youth, what's going to happen with this draft pick, and then if anyone else is actually going to come. I mean, we put, we're putting a lot of from sources that aren't getting it from players. Like the the possible idea of Kyrie wavering on, on staying in Boston. Kyrie, his mind could be, I want to go to New York. His mind could be, I want to stay in Boston. You can never tell with that guy. He could go and play with LeBron. You have Kevin Durant. You don't know what's, what's, what's going on with, with the idea of Kevin Durant. So it's like to put stock in us landing these huge names that we want, Jimmy Butler, whatever. I'm saying if I'm a free agent, I am now not laughing at the idea of the net. I'm looking across and I'm going, sure. I don't really hear anything going on in their organization, and I'm looking at them in the playoffs right now as the number six seed. Um, and I'm looking at it like this. The Knicks have now every option available to them. They yeah. got a free agency. They have a youth movement. They don't have the youth movement. They have, the, obviously, this phrase or the next year's free agency. They don't have to kill themselves. Assigning a max player, an unnecessary max player, like we did last time. 
We have options. I think that's the difference. It's just you're right because if you're on Twitter now, you look at it and everyone's freaking out and the Knicks are being Knicks and the world is falling apart and they traded their best <laughs> player for scraps and this and that. I mean, you read that and you realize, oh, they're the worst team in the league. They're just a joke. Yeah, we're always in the mix for some big free agent. Yeah, and and like I get your I get where you're coming from, Jawan, on Brooklyn. But like, you're still you're still the East Coast LA Clippers, bro. Like, you're not. Yeah, but you're not the Knicks. You're not. Yeah, like, but the difference no. is there's a huge difference, though. Like LeBron, right. what's yeah, the difference? The no one, like, no, no one. Wait, in wait, 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 wait. No superstar has come to the Knicks. None. None. Which one? Absolutely. Which one? None. Okay. Which one is going to the yeah. Nets? No. No, 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 no. I think what That's he's saying is versus Knicks versus I'm the Lakers. Uh, the, the, yes, like free agents go to the Knicks Lakers all the Lakers. time. Right, right, right. And well, I, the Lakers and I get were you on there. a slump too till last year. Right, and 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 here's the thing. Like here's the thing. Like I, I, like I said, it's not like it, it, I get you. Like who comes to the Knicks, whatever. But like now that they have this amazing amount of cap space, even with the number one overall pick, they could get the number one overall pick and still sign two max free agents. Like they, like, like I said, Kevin Durant, if he really wants to rewrite the narrative on, you know, his career, which I, I don't know what is going on in Kevin Durant's head. Sure. Like, but I, I mean, I would think, I would think just knowing what I've seen from him as far as what he says, what he tweets, all of that, I would think that that's something that he wants to do. Like, you can recruit whoever the fuck you want to come play with you now in New York. Like, that's that's huge. Like, I, I, I it doesn't get any better than that if you're the Knicks as far as, like, a, a, um, a draw. Like, if you can say – yo, Kevin, like, fucking, you know, come here and, like, bring anybody that you want to play with you who's a free agent. Um, like, just pick them and, and, like, bring them with you. Like, that, that is something that the Knicks not only didn't have before, but they didn't even have the money to get KD. Like, so I, I – yeah. I get it. I get the trepidation behind, you know, as a as a, a fan. Like, you never know. It may not work out. But like, like Joel said, even if it doesn't, you still have the youth movement. And you, you, the other thing that this affords you is by getting off of all of those three big salary players, because Kristaps would have been a big salary player next season, like – you have not only the youth movement, but you have time. You have time to bring in um, other big-name free agents, um, time that you did not have before. Like, you had to get somebody this offseason to pair with Kristaps, or you were fucked, um, and you, you were locked up cap-wise. So, like, now you, you have a couple years to figure that out, um, if it doesn't happen this off season, I like I don't know. I I really I actually really really like the trade for the Knicks. I think they came out. Um, I think both sides came out very well here. It's going to really rely on what happens in the off season, um, but ultimately I I think it, it it's a very smart trade coming from the analytical cap um, perspective, if you will. Um, but uh, we got about. Uh, five minutes left. Juwan, um, close us out with your final thoughts on the deal in general and just, like, I, I mean, how you feel about everything and any sort of retort to what I just said. Well, like I said, I, I, I love the trade. I, I personally, I know I, it shouldn't have seemed like I, I had an issue with the trade because I don't. I was just raving about Dennis Smith Jr. Um, and you guys know I've been dying for Wesley Matthews to become a Nick. Um so I'm completely fine with the trade. I'm completely fine with the trade. I've been, you know, uh, waiting for Wesley Matthews to come here for the longest. So I'm fine with it. Um, and it gives Tim Hardaway Jr. a chance to go over to the Mavericks and try to make them competitive now rather than, you know, trying to rebuild with them. So it, it, it's fine for me. I, I'm happy. I just don't want uh, – I was telling my brother this. 
when LeBron was a free agent for the first time. Everyone and their mother said, he's going to be a Nick. He's going to be a Nick. We've heard it. <laughs> His friends with Jay-Z. He's going to be a yep. Nick. Just bet on it. And then what happened? Yep. Our dreams were crushed. And no offense Heart- to him, but we ended up with Amari Stoudemire. So what well, I'm you know what? I love Amari. But is, you know what, Juwan? All the respect Juwan. to Amari. Yes. Here's the thing. You, you know what Miami had on you? The when ability to sign two other <laughs> fucking people. Now you have that ability, I, I bro. I understand. All I'm saying is, is this. New York fans, I'd rather you buy into the youth movement than the idea that this, uh, this cap space is going to bring in our saviors. I'd rather put my stock in. If we can get Zion, that is like the equivalent of signing those two max guys to me because that is a huge move for the future with the lineup <laughs> I am already content with. Um, it's the, so it's the equivalent have, unless they actually sign those two guys. Well, then, yes, unless they actually sign them, yes. <laughs> well, um, but here's the but thing. I, it's like I said. You could literally get Zion and still sign those two guys. Could you imagine? Like, fucking you could, Kyrie. But, like, let's say Kyrie Irving. You got, uh, well, let's put, uh, at the two, we'll put Frank Nilakina. At the three, you got Kevin Durant. At the four, you got either Zion or Knox, you can work both of those guys in, and then Mitchell Robinson at the five, and then Zion can play small ball five when you need him to. Like, dude, like, get excited, John. Like, don't. No, like, absolutely I know, not. I know, I know you don't like to, like, you know, be disappointed, and you like to temper your expectations so you don't get disappointed. But, like, man, like, if I'm a Knicks fan right now, I'm fucking excited, man. I'm like, yo, dude, look at all this fucking cap space. We 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 got a really good shot at and the number one. We're not built pick. like that. We're all we're yeah. all, we're just preparing for the worst. You have to understand. Unless something good happens, we do not prepare Absolutely. for the best. Every right I mean, now, Nick, the world is on fire. <laughs> Nick, all I'm well, saying is, you know, in my I, 25 I feel years, you, of- coming from an coming from a Georgia fan of all sports, like. I understand that. It's just, it's usually, it it has less to do with, like, um, this type of situation and more just to do with, like, um, you know, we finally get to the big game and then fucking lose. <laughs> how it more goes from my perspective. All I'm saying is, in 25 years of living, I personally have not seen, and the Knicks have had opportunities to sign one, at least one, uh, Max star player, and they have not been able to land not one. So, no. Well, We've only been in one in. true, yeah, Mari and Mello, but we, the, the one time well, we did great. have the opportunity, we missed. Yeah, but I'm saying he was our Max guy, and we traded, we traded right. the world. Yeah, for yeah. The we traded for him. But, yeah. I, I, mean, I don't mean trade. I mean, I mean sign a superstar. In the office. Uh, yeah, no, superstar. So, but not not a lot of teams sign superstars. Not very, you know, it's not no, that right. common. No, right. No, no, no. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, Joel, as Knicks fans, we can't say, it's the Mecca. Who wouldn't want to play here? But then on the flip side, though, well, not really, not many other franchises. Have. No, no, no. We are, we are supposed to be one of the pinnacles of basketball. So the idea that we haven't been able to is absurd. So I don't want to put my stock in that. My stock is in this youth no, movement. No, you shouldn't. And I am really enjoying the idea of Dennis Smith Jr. being the newest addition to our youth movement, and that is the only and thing I'm that will waiting get for any the lottery of my faith. That is the any that is the only thing that will get my faith until I see a superstar sign the dotted line and yeah. hold sure. the jersey in front of the camera. Yeah, that is yeah, that's I all I got. That's all I got. No, I I feel you. Um, we're gonna leave it there. Uh, Jawan, Joel, thank you guys for joining me for this emergency thank podcast. You. I'm glad we yeah. were able to do it. I hope, I hope at least somewhat, I was able to um, uh, mitigate and 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 you know somewhat calm both of you guys down because I knew this was going to be a, a you know a difficult situation. <laughs> but anyway, um, Geek Vibes Live this Sunday. We're going to be back next week. We're going to be covering the trade deadline on Thursday. We got episode 100 coming next week, guys. Episode 100 of Full Court Press. Yeah, it's a milestone. Uh, But until then, peace. Peace. Peace.